Welcome to The Edge by MGR with your host, Marissa Jacobus. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Edge. My name is Marissa, and I am your host for the lifestyle section of The Edge. And like I said in the last podcast, if you guys listened, uh, you guys should go check out David's. He's pretty interesting as well, and he does more tech and business. That's not really my forte of knowledge, but he is very knowledgeable, and I really like the way he puts things into perspective. So if that's of any interest to you guys, you guys should go check that out. And I would also like to thank you guys for tuning in and for just listening and enjoying our show and we appreciate feedback and just letting us know what you think and like I said if you guys have any opinions or any ideas for articles or podcasts that you want to hear or know about like feel free to let us know like we love talking to you guys. So today before I get started I just want to say that how many of you guys have pets? I personally have a dog and a cat and I know a lot of people who have dogs and I live in Arizona as well so when you have pets especially during the summer you have to be very aware about when to take your pet out if they have enough water just like being safe because it gets so hot here like it gets 115 or below and the highest I think it's been is like 120. So leading into that I want to talk about just kind of like an outdoor guide for your dog or if you have cats or whatever animal you bring outside that would be so cool like I saw this lady with a parrot because I went to Sedona this past uh, last weekend actually and she was chilling by this lake with a parrot just hanging out and I was like that's so cool I want a parrot but I have this thing where like every animal I see I want or I like have to go talk to them like they understand me it's very weird so so I love animals guys and I just want to share some some wisdom with you guys and just some some stuff that could really help keep you and your your dog I'm just gonna reference dogs today because that's the most common animal that you hike with or you camp with I mean a lot even me like I bring my cat out sometimes which is pretty cool but we're still introducing her to that so let's get started Alright guys, so if you guys love to be outdoors and you have a pet, then this is the podcast for you. I'm not saying I'm a know-it-all, I'm not saying that I have like years and years of experience because I'm only 24, but I enjoy going outside with my dog and I love to bring him everywhere with me as much as I can. I'm going to try to bring my cat too, (laughs) but but we're working on that. She's, She's in training right now. Plus, a lot of people give me weird looks when I'm out with her and my dog. They're kind of like, what are you doing? And I'm like, don't hate me because you ain't me. You know you want a dog and a cat. All right, guys. So let's get into into my topic today. So just so you guys know, I have a Doberman, and that is a working breed. And they are high energy. They're very athletic. And they need to be mentally stimulated. So whatever dog you have, like make sure that they're physically going to be okay, especially if you guys go camping or on a long hike because you want to keep them safe. You want to keep them healthy. You want to keep them free from injury or harm's way. So if you have like a little wiener dog or maybe a heavier set dog or even a great Dane, 
I don't know much about Great Danes, but I think some of these dogs, like, they can't go on 10-plus mile hikes because that's just not what they're made to do. But if you do have a dog that loves to be outside and athletic and whatever the case may be, a little adventure pup, then heck yeah, I totally think you guys should. And I also came across this video on this guy who rescued a dog. He was driving in the desert and he came across this little dog and he named it Paco. And this guy's like an adrenaline junkie. So he's always like doing something like dirt bike riding, like cliff jumping, base jumping, just all this crazy stuff. And he found this little dog and this dog became his little adventure buddy. And that's kind of what inspired me to talk about this because I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Like this dog went everywhere with him and he even like base jumped with this dog and it was the coolest thing. The dog was so chill. And I was like, I love that. Like how people just live their life with their pets. So my philosophy is when I have animals, I want them to experience life with me. I don't want them to just be left at home while I go live my life and I come home and pat them on the head and they never get enough exercise or stimulation or or social skills or interaction with people and other dogs. That's just my philosophy. Everyone has a right to do their own thing, but I feel like if I was a dog, the last thing I would want to be is stuck at home, especially because I live in an apartment and my dog needs to exercise, so I take him everywhere with me. And like I said, I live in Arizona, so one of the biggest things, I wherever you guys live, if you're in Arizona, then you understand. And wherever you live, it's a pretty hot summer this year, and temperatures are like in the hundreds for most people, so now you feel our pain in Arizona. <laughs> and you have to make sure your dogs are safe, especially if you're going to be outdoors. Like for me, I get up at 5 and I go take my dog on a hike because anything past 7 a.m. is like way too hot for him and for me. So it's just keeping in mind your environment and when you can be outside and where you can be outside. So we'll get a little bit more into that. So the first thing that I would say is know where to go when you're adventuring with your dog. If you're hiking and let's say you're going to like I'm from California and there's a lot of beaches, but a lot of them are limited to your dog being off leash or even off leash on the hiking trails and some don't even allow your dog. So it's really good to know like where you're going if it's dog friendly, because the last thing that sucks and it's happened to me where I was just didn't think about it. This was like when I first got my dog and I didn't know much, but I drove like two hours to go to this hiking trail and I get there and I'm on the trail and people kept passing me, looking at me weird. And I guess there was a big sign that said no dogs allowed. And me being me, I just didn't see it because I was so excited about my hike. And I had to leave. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to leave my dog in the car. I'm not going to tie him up. So I'm going to go back home. And that was my fault. So it's just good to know. And if you are camping or traveling there, you kind of have a couple options. But my favorite thing is BLM land, which is Bureau of Land Management. And I love national parks. Like I love them. I've only been to two, which is Yosemite and the Redwoods or the Sequoias. And oh my gosh, I love them and I wish I could bring my dog, but you know, national parks aren't as dog friendly, but we'll get, like I said, I'm going to give you more details. So BLM land, this is something that I want to explore more this winter because like I said, it's really hot here and it's hard to go out during the day. So BLM land 
and U.S. Forest Service, they basically oversee more than 440 million acres of public lands combined. That is a lot of land. And you know what else that means? A lot of land for you and your dog to adventure on. Because a lot of this is dog friendly. And the other cool part is it's just open land. It's backcountry. There's not a ton of people. And for me, I love that. The only big reason is because I have a big male Doberman and, you know, him off leash. Like, I just want to make sure he's safe. You know, what if another big male dog comes up and they decide to get a little feisty? Plus, the other thing is people are afraid of him for some reason. And they kind of look at me like I'm not a responsible dog owner, but, you know, that's them. So it's just making sure your dog's okay and knowing the boundaries. And especially if you want some big open space, and I love nature, and I've mostly lived in cities like LA, and now I live in Phoenix, and it's a little bit of a drive to get some open space, and I want my dog to run free. Like, it breaks my heart that I have to always have him on a leash, because he's meant to run, he's meant to just be active and a working dog. He's a Doberman, you know? So, I love BLM land, and it's just common sense. Like, don't go too far into the backcountry and get lost because unlike national parks, it's not like they have a ton of campsites and they have a place where you can call to get help. It's kind of like out in the wilderness and I'm pretty sure they have some park rangers to monitor, but I'm not 100%. I have to do a little more digging on that. But yeah, if you want some open space in nature by yourself, then that is a great option and your dog can come. And the other thing is to know the leash laws. You have a lot more freedom with your dog. You also need to know like when to leash them. Just because some areas are sensitive to wildlife or there's a high traffic of wildlife, that could be dangerous to you or your dog, or it's like protected plants. So it's just really good to know what's going on, you know, just like anything in life. And the other thing is national parks. Um, Rules vary, so you need to check with the park before you go and ask if they're dog friendly, but usually dogs can only be where cars are allowed. So either at your campsite or the parking lot or only on like a couple tiny trails, but they can't be on like the big trails that you would go to explore. And nothing's worse than tying your dog up or just leaving them in the car because it's like, what is that trip about then? That kind of (laughs) sucks. And sometimes they're not on the trail, like I said before, to protect the wildlife because, you know, you take a domestic animal that eats they don't know what they're eating and they could have diseases and it can infect the area and then wildlife gets sick. So it's like this big process that it's there for a reason. So just try to respect it and don't, don't be that person that's like, I I don't care, you know, because you could be doing more damage than you're aware of. So here's some tips for outdoor adventures with your dog. So don't leave your dog alone. You know, it can be dangerous for your dog, other wildlife, or disrupt other campers or hikers. So if you're going to go on a big hike, like make sure your dog can go with you guys because you don't want to leave him tied up and then a bear comes and he can't run away and then he gets mauled or he's like freaking out and barking his head off and other campers are like, what the heck? Or a skunk comes by and he gets sprayed like, or he's in a car and that should never ever happen and he gets heat stroke, you know? So like, just take your dog with you. He's your little buddy. And at least mine is, you know, and leash your dog if you're camping. There's a ton of distractions and smells and there's squirrels and there's people and there's just, you know, it's a whole new world out there. And even if your dog is like the best at listening, like one squirrel and they could be taking off and you don't know where the heck they went. So on top of that, you also want to make sure that your dog has 
a collar, they have ID on them, they have maybe if they're microchipped or if you want to put a tracker on them, just in case that happens, that would also be a good idea as well. And pick up your dog's poop. Bring little poop bags, like apply leave no trace ethics with your dogs as well as yourselves. And leaving their waste, it can just hurt the environment and it isn't fair to other campers or hikers. Like there's nothing worse than walking and you step in some dog poop and you're just like, what the heck? Like it takes like two seconds to just pick this up and throw it away. And like I said before, you don't know like what diseases you can transmit to other wildlife. And it's just like common courtesy to pick up your dog's poop. Just like, you know, when you go use a toilet, you flush it. You don't leave it for other people to flush. You know, that's gross. So... And bring enough food and water for for your trip, whether you're hiking, whether you're camping. Like, I raw feed my dog, so when I go camping, I'll usually get, like, a freeze-dried raw food. And then bring that because it doesn't usually need to be refrigerated. And I make sure I have enough. And then I'll bring treats if we're on a really long hike. That way he can have a little fuel, just like I need a snack. He probably needs one, too. And enough water. I cannot say there's been times where... I thought I had enough water and I'm not even halfway through my hike and I have to turn around because I don't have enough and it's a bummer but it's better than doing the whole hike and then my dogs pass out from heat exhaustion and dehydration and then I'm dehydrated and then we have to be rescued and it's just a big case of I don't want that. So just be responsible. If you have a camel pack and it's like a backpack as well, like fill that camel pack up, throw water bottles in there. Don't use plastic ones though and make sure you have a bowl for your dog because just like you want to be hydrated, your dog wants to be comfortable too. And try not to overexert your dog. Like while my dog's athletic, like I know his limits and I'm aware of that because we go outside a lot and we go on adventures and he's outdoors. So, so I know his limits, but if your dog isn't used to hiking a ton and you're going to go on this crazy hiking trip, like make sure that he's okay and he's not overheating because imagine hiking with a fur jacket on and you can't take it off. Like the only way they cool down is through panting because they don't sweat. So you want to make sure your dog's doing okay. And another tip is bring a doggy first aid kit because you never know what could go wrong, what could happen. Your dog can step on something. Like my dog has gotten cactus in his paws. Thankfully, I just pop it out. But you know, what if it cuts him open and then he has this crazy open paw and he's almost 90 pounds so it's going to be tough carrying him back so if I have a first aid kit where I can patch him up real quick that's super helpful and these are these are just a few of my tips guys to enjoy time outdoors with your dog and I feel like it helps you strengthen your bond as well because you guys have to kind of stick together and you work together and there's something about nature that kind of brings people together even with if you go by yourself it's like you feel more connected with yourself and and the universe or whatnot And I just think it's like a great form of exercise as well. So get outside, guys. I know REI has this like hashtag that's like opt outside. Like get outside. You only have one life and your dogs, they want to be outside with you. And if you're not an outdoorsy person, maybe try going on a couple little hikes. So thank you for listening, guys. I love dogs. I hope you guys love dogs too and and your animals and my cat. She's going to start becoming a little adventure cat with us. So Heck yeah, I'll try to post some pictures of that. You guys will be excited. If you follow our Instagram account, I will put one up. So if you want to see a cat and a Doberman, go check it out. There's already a picture up. And 
yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you guys get outside and start moving and enjoying the summer before it's over. I mean, I'm excited for summer to be over because then I can be outside. But if you have snow and it's not as easily available to be outside, take advantage of it and especially bring your dogs, exercise them, be outside with them. They want to be with you. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Like I said, go ahead and leave a comment, leave, leave any thoughts. I love hearing from you guys, and I will talk to you guys next week. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye, guys.